you doing? Hey, how's it going, Race of Apes? It's good, Reed. How are you? I'm good. Uh, as we just mentioned, I'm Reed, and this is... Race. Race. <laughs> <laughs> I was letting him uh, say his own name. He forgot it real quick. Yeah. Um, we are the Mixed Apes, boys and girls, and um, we are here to bring you the very first... Original, un unused, untouched, never before seen... Episode of our shiny new podcast we call... You Should Know This Song. You Should Know This Song. Um, it is a lyric and music or song challenge podcast. And we've been doing this 20, for... 25 years about, I think. Yeah, 25 years. With each other in various means that are not podcast, obviously. Yeah, we've uh, done texting and emails and just sticking our heads in each other's offices and saying... Hey, let me put this earworm in for you. Yeah, yeah. Just inflicting whatever uh, song lyric or, or you know, riff or whatever on each other. But uh, most of the time challenging uh, each other to, you know, just dropping something and see if the other person uh, can can get it in their Here's head. Here's this lyric. Do you know the song? Right, right. Exactly. Um, all kinds of motivation there. But we decided, hey, why not do a podcast? So here we are. Because everybody's doing it, Mom. Everybody's all the cool doing, kids are doing this. All the cool kids. So um, we're doing that in the podcast. We're exchanging lyric clues uh, to each other to see if the other person's brain can figure out what song, what artist, etc. And and, then, the, and the more uh, kind of obtuse re uh, references, etc. I think you meant obscure. We'll go with obscure. Well, obtuse is yeah. I don't need an English teacher. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but at any rate, you know the more the more obscure or references and and. Uh, Kind of little factoids and so forth, the better. I mean, yeah, we get the game going and then we just spin off into talking about the artist we just hit on or the song itself or the lyrics meaning or, you know, history, whatever. We talk and talk and talk. That's pretty much all we ever do. Um, and, you know, the, kind of the purpose of the whole deal is to, to have some fun, to share that stuff, to share our commentary on the music of the time that we kind of came up and, and since then. So, yeah. We are doing this first episode with the thought that what the game originally started as is what the content should be. So we're just doing this first episode with what we call our prime game. You should know this song. I right. Mean, that's the idea. You should know this song. Here's here's a few lyrics from a song. You should know this song. Right. Figure it out. So the whole this episode is exclusively that exclusively the original but stuff. But there's more. Yeah, we've got a bunch of different little games that we've kind of put together um, prior to putting together the podcast and since. Um, and there, there's, there, I mean, the names don't really mean anything to you guys, but it's, you know, quick hits. Um, your mother should know. They're all different types of challenges that do the exact same thing. We're playing with lyrics back and forth. Right. When when you come back for other episodes, and you will come back for other episodes, uh, you'll hear those other challenges and those other was games. Was that supposed that to be have. like subliminal suggestion thing? It was on? supposed to be subliminal, but it wasn't subliminal at all. It okay. ends up... Uh, I'm not good with subliminal. So, um, so, yeah, we really appreciate you being here. We are really excited about getting this whole thing started, and we expect that it's going to be just as cool for you as it is for us. We really do have a blast doing this, and that's the main reason we're sharing it. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so are you guys ready? Are you ready are, are for you, the... Are you uh, ready is the question. For the inaugural episode, you want to smash a champagne bottle on the hull of the ship? Let's do this. Here goes. Hey everybody! How y'all doing? 
It's me, Reed of Apes, and that is... Race of Apes. You know it. And you know what we're here to do? Ignore people <laughs> and hide away from the world for We're a hoping bit. you no. can tell us what we're here to do, because we have no idea what we're here to do. No, actually, we are here to share with you the world-famous lyric challenge. World. World-famous. World. It's in w- my, in my, my little world is what it is. W-H-I-R-L. Yeah. World-famous. <laughs> oh, man. This uh, is not starting off well. Yeah. Um, anyway, the... Glad uh, you can join us. <laughs> the world-famous uh, lyric challenge. You, you should know this song. Um, we're doing this largely uh, for our own entertainment, and uh, we're trying to bring you all along. Is that just a character that slipped out, or does that relate to something? I need no, to that's know. just I me sometimes. Okay, I like um, it. I like it. Yeah, my you bad, realize you've sort of given me license My there. bad impression of, of bad. Deep South. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. At any rate, you At any rate, you should know this song. Yes, we're here to do the prime uh, segment of our... You know, cavalcade, really. Of <laughs> a cavalcade. Cavalcade of delightful games and challenges. Uh, this is our main uh, thing here. This is what we started off doing, and do we do it best? Uh, uh, yeah, that, we barely do it. Uh, we're Right. Well, that doesn't mean we're, we don't we're, do it we're, best. we're barely functional <laughs> at it. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to ch- uh, challenge each other with some lyrics here and see how it goes. Hang in there with us. You ready? I'm ready. You want me okay. to start? You want to start? Get going. Hit All right, it. I have one for you here, and you should know this song. Mm. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, uh, the lyric is, a cigarette pressed between her lips. And I can hear the next line. Oh, if there should be video on me right now. Yes. You want to share the next uh, line there? And uh, the next line is, that. yep, but I'm staring at her tits. It's the wrong way. There you go. That's the wrong way. That is that's sublime. That's what gave you the, the yes, song, the answer. That's there. what gave me the answer. And now I'm uh, in my head. I'm going. Yeah. Twelve years old, and tomorrow should be a horror. And nobody ever told her it's the wrong way. There you go. That's sublime, as you said. Sublime. And do we need to say anything about how great and all that stuff? Well, that was kind of why when I heard it, I heard it recently on the radio. I'm like, oh, Reed's gonna love this. I know he's a Sublime fan. Yeah. Bud Gaw, Bradley Noel, Eric Wilson. Pardon my loss of verbiage there. I've been having a little trouble speaking all day. Yeah, which is a good reason to do a podcast. Yes, it's a good idea. At any rate. That's a reason for me to make sure you do the podcast. It is makes there, me look uh, good. So you're a much bigger Sublime fan than uh, I am. So you, you want to share some stuff? Or that you, was, uh, you didn't, did you say the I, year? I did not record the year or the album. That I'm song's older than you think, and I think it's 2002 or something like that. I think it's, uh, it's like, it should not be that old. It's like one well, of those kids' songs. Kids listen to that kind of music, kind of thing. You know what I mean? My uh, my kids. You're, I know you're making a joke, but uh, <laughs> my kids actually turned me on to Sublime. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Oh, it's it's great. I mean, it really thanks, is. Thanks, his kids. I have to say. Um, I mean, it's a you know. Nineteen ninety six. See, I told you it was older than. It's older than you. <laughs> it was older it was. than I was willing to let myself believe it was. Um, 1996 is just impossible to believe. But it's true. And it has worn well, and I would play it right now. And if that song came out right now, it, it would be just fine. I mean, it would be... Yeah, like it would fit. It would, it fit. would yeah, yeah, yeah. totally be... Yeah, I wasn't... You know, the other, and several of their songs. The other that band matter. that... And not because of anything musical at all, but because my kids all, all also went like... 
why aren't you listening to this shit? It was uh, <laughs> Cake. Oh, my gosh. Cake and there's is... another great band along that same line. Just sort of a lot of different great songs and stuff. That's... Cake has so many more good songs. They have a pretty big catalog at this point, and yeah. so many more good songs than you know they do. I right, mean, exactly. And I've never heard one that I didn't like. I just came across, and I mean this, uh, in the most literal, stupid-sounding sense, I came across an album that I didn't even know they put out. This was like, now we're on to Cake, and we were talking about Sublime, but sorry. Um, this was like f- four months ago. I'm trying to think of the name of the album. They it's put a, the album out four months ago? Or you f- no, 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 I months. discovered it. The album's uh, it's t- 10 years old, I don't know. And um, and I hadn't heard, I, I think there was only one radio song that I recognized off there. But I had really hadn't heard the rest of the album, and I was kind of like, when did this happen? You know what I mean? Because I, I have like three Cake albums, and I... I love cake. Um, I love cake. I love cake. And I mean, with ice cream. No. Uh, Sorry, I couldn't help. I know. It's hard not to. And anyway, so I'm listening to this album, and it just should be all over the radio. I mean, the whole album. They're a great band. They're just fantastic band. Anyway, I won't uh We said wait away from Sublime, and that's my fault. We did, but, but the thing that I wanted to really um, give a little more emphasis to for just a minute is when your kids turn you on to music, when they're like, hey... You should be like, like this is some of our music. You should be listening to it. You yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. is a, such a wonderful gesture. You know, because it's it's the scenario. The sarcastic isn't the word. Uh, scenario of the kids getting tired of the parents saying, yeah. "This is my." Yeah, you know, yeah. you should be listening to this. Your kid, you know, not at all. When not the kid, all, yeah. when you get it with your kids enough, and they, and you share music together, I mean. You don't even need food at that. So time. yeah, I mean my <laughs> my two youngest lived with me here with me here the most recently, and my youngest is already thirty. Okay, so yeah. that's the age of these kids. But when she was maybe fifteen or thirteen, and he and he's three years older than her, three and a half years older than her. Yeah. One day I was walking through the hallway, and she was listening to the Beatles, but it wasn't the Beatles. It was that production called I think it was called Love. Yeah. It was a, a soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And I kind of stuck my head in the room, and I'm like, hey, great song, honey, but, you know, when you listen to these, when you listen to this, you might want to come at it from the original artists, <laughs> you know? And she's like, oh, daddy, Dad, blah, 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 blah. Right. And my, my son, Close her, the door. <laughs> my son, like, stuck his head and said, uh, he's actually right this time, ma'am, and <laughs> stuck his head back out of the door. Uh, and And... The cool thing is, is like really with at least with music and movies and my kids, all four of my kids is I've been able to say, hey, you should check this out. And they'll at least give it a shot. Give it a listen. As right, opposed right. to blowing me off and telling like, you don't know what the hell you're talking right. about. You know what I mean? They give you credit for having enough breadth of knowledge and, and understanding and of their judgment taste. of their taste. Exactly. Right, right, right. So, you know, and there's some stuff my, my daughter recently turned me on to a couple of comics that I had no idea who they were. You know, right, and that it's you, when you say com- like comic books or comedians. No, no, comedians. I'm sorry, right, right, uh, performers. Although I'm sure there are, there are comics that she knows that I know as well. <laughs> but anyway, it, like you said, just along that line that you said, yeah, you know, being able to greatest. share that with your kids, it's it's a blast. Yeah. It's it, you know, so fantastic. Yep, yep. Such a great feeling. And okay. What a what an old man dad part of the show. We're sorry to everybody who was like, oh, these oh, two old men kids. Okay, so here's one for you. You ready? Yeah. How about this? Did you give it up? 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 I'm about to give up. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think you should know this song. Okay. And I think, I know you know this band. I mean, I just know you know this band. This is uh, 
the alternative music uh, thing that we share uh, a lot of here. So, all right, well, give me another clue. Uh, here's me... your second clue. Heard a lot of talk about the ocean. Heard a lot of talk about the sea. Yeah. No, I, I don't have it. Heard a lot of talk about a lot of things and never meant that much to me. No. It sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. What, what is it? Give me something. Are you familiar with uh, the band Live? I am familiar with the band there Live. There you go. There you go. Operation Spirit is the name of the song. I um, do not know the song. I think it, I have to believe if you heard it, you would. The, that, the lyrics up front, I knew you would either get or they would totally just scatter yeah, your brain. Exactly. Uh, but there's not a, hard to do. You know, drum. Doom, 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 in the background. Mm-hmm. Did you give it up? Did you give it up? So anyway, yeah, no. I think I'm 99. If you know the band, then you know the song because this song, song was one of their first man, one of their first one or two that really struck. Big, yeah, that really struck. So I think you'd, uh, I think you'd recognize it. Anyway, 1991. That just is unimaginable for the band Live. Mental Jewelry was the album, and that was written by Edward. Joel Kowalski, Patrick, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that name right. Dalheimer, Chad Allen Gracie, and Chad David Taylor. I believe those are the band members. Anyway, great band, great song. Way too much of a reach back. I mean, when the 90s are a reach back, what are we doing talking about the 60s? Holy cow. We're old, Reed. We're old. And now that song is old and those guys are old and it ruins everything. Okay, your turn. Okay, well, I think I got one here for you. So I'm just going to say, you should know this song. Okay, and my lyric challenge is, whatever you say, Lord, that's what I'm going to do. Say, Lord, that's what I'm going to do. I don't have it. Hit me. I'm the working man. Lord, I'll do the job for you. Thought I knew where it was going, but I don't know where it was going. I don't think I know it. The song is called The The Working Man. Okay. And it's CCR. Huh. And the reason that we're talking about it is because it was one I'd never heard before. Really? Until I heard it in the last month. Are and you kidding? I made a little mental note and I jotted down the lyrics that I caught. Because, you know, sometimes sure, sure. you yeah, hear yeah. the whole song, you can only remember a couple of yeah. lines. And apparently it was somewhat of a hit. Um, really? Yeah. And it's John Fogarty. I don't have the album. I don't have the year. <laughs> I don't have the ability to be functional, apparently. But yeah. Uh, I am trying to hear it in my head. I, I had never heard it before. So I I am well, I guess it depends. I wanna say that I'm familiar with I really you know, I really dig CCR. I always did. I listened to a lot of them. I had a couple of albums, but their radio stuff, I feel like I was really familiar with all the radio stuff. I'm gonna have to go listen to that. You should know the I'm song. the working man is the it's name no, of the, the song. working man. The, the working, working man. man. Yes. Okay. Um, very kind of bluesy and and just good. I, I mean, it's John Fogarty. Yeah, know? yeah, it's got, it's going to so, be good. Who, by the way, was obviously the songwriter there. Um, <laughs> well, maybe so anyway, not obviously, maybe not to everybody. Yeah, great CCR uh, John Fogarty. So that would have been uh, 71, 72, yeah, yeah, 68 yeah. in that neighborhood, right? Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, it was something that I didn't like. Man, I mean, you could tell it was CCR. Well, right. and it was it was certainly you could even tell it was pre John Fogarty being on his own because of just the whole vibe of the sure, song. Yeah, yeah. It was like, man, I've never heard that one before. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because I mean, uh, CCR is a band that you're into. Well, I mean, I mean and it's I'm a band. Them. It's a band at our age that even at, if we're not right. into them, we should right. know, right? We were, I mean, we were surrounded we, by them. Right, they were exactly. huge, right? Yeah, that's great. Okay, um, my time to uh, thwomp you on the head with something here. All right, should I know this song? You should know this song. 
Why drink the water from my hands, contagious as you think I am? Man, you're just killing me today. I don't know. It is a little more, little more. I want to say it's a little more current song, but um, you just called me old I, again. I think this. Well, you know the song for sure. It's a bit of a ubiquitous radio song okay. still, um, but I think this might give it away. Just tilt my son towards your domain. Your cup runneth over again. Why drink the water from my contagious hands as you think I am? Just from my hands, contagious as you think I am. Thank you for correcting me. Seriously. <laughs> I drink the water from my hands, contagious as you think I am. Just tilt the sun towards your domain. My sun towards your domain. No, I don't have it. What is it? It is Spit Me Out by Collective Soul. Oh, yeah. I know that song. <laughs> I know you know that song. Like everybody knows, you have to know that song. I drink the... Okay, yeah, now I know. Yeah, right <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. See, I thought the first that's... line would, would trip. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. thought that would get it. Uh, that's by the way, folks. That's why we do this. That right yeah. there is why we do this. Suddenly, it flashes into your head. You hear the whole damn song. You're yes. Like, what I know that. How song. do I not? How did I not catch right. that? Yes. Exactly. Uh, so, Collective Soul, written by Greg Laswell, 1995. By the way, I actually have this CD. <laughs> <laughs> you do? Yes, I CD. do. CDs, folks. Remember yes. them? CDs. Yeah, yeah. Vitals yeah. back, baby. That's right. That's Although right. I don't have a, a working turntable in my house. And that was uh, off of their first album, Collective Soul. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Have I already said that? Uh, I not, two not things, today. I think two things to put in your pipe and smoke. Okay, so now so, it's your turn. So then it's me. Okay. Oh, this is this is a goodie here. How about this? You should know this song. Oh, uh, what do you what you gonna do when the well runs dry? Oh, I can hear the melody to it. Hold on, hold on. Dead oh hair. my gosh! Right, yeah, here's the give second it to clue. Me. You're gonna run away and hide. I know the song. Yeah, I absolutely know the song, and it's not coming into my head. Dun 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 dun. I gotta give, don't I? Oh my gosh, I gotta give. Go ahead. All right. So the song is "I'm Walking." Yeah. And what brought it to my attention, because, I mean, this is a song from the late 50s, yeah. Big Bopper, right? It's, uh, yeah. And, uh, I heard Tom Petty's version of it. Oh, really? Yeah, I was listening to this, this satellite radio thing. Why is Buddy Holly's version ringing in my head? Did Buddy Holly do it? I'm I don't know. i singing it. Anyway, go ahead. With I don't the, know. Uh, the crickets? I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But maybe the... Anyway, uh, Big Bopper, Tom Petty, uh, were the artist. Uh, I wonder when Tom Petty did that. It wouldn't have been on there. I don't. That wouldn't have been a before he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Uh, or it says it says that really the songwriter. One. The songwriter notes I have say Fats Domino and Dave Bar- Bartholomew. I'm wondering if I didn't screw up somehow and say Big Bop. Big Bopper and, 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 and Fats Domino. Those two. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think I, I'll have to. Look I think that it's up. Fats Domino. Uh, I'm betting. Oh, you look it up, and I'll... I'll uh, you, you blather for a moment. I will blather I'll... about wondering what Tom Petty's version of that sounds like. It's fascinating. I, I get, it's another thing I, I got to go look up. Yet another. I have a laundry list. It's as long as my arm now. I'm going to spend the rest of the week... By the way, I have been... <clears throat> it says the song was written by Fats Domino here. Okay? All right. I'm just going to look and see if Big Bopper did a version. Are you folks... Uh, Hanging in there with are us? You are you entertained by Can You Hear the Keystrokes? It's it's anticipation. It's okay, fun. so yeah, I must have done something stupid here by even putting the Big Bopper in there. It's called a flub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's called dumb. Um, For a PG rating. But anyway, that was a, a, fat song by, a song by Fats Domino. Fats Domino. Uh, and I heard, uh, brought on because I heard a version by Tom by Petty. By Tom Petty. Uh, written by Fats Domino and Dave Bar- Bar- was Tom? Is Tom no, Petty, no, no, no. I'm going to go listen to it, but is Tom Petty's version's poppy like that yeah is it the absolutely same tempo and all yeah very nice good. that's cool 
Have you? Uh, right there's a thing called. Um, yeah, just play it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, there's a thing called uh, uh, on satellite radio. Tom Petty has a radio station, or uh, there's right. a there's, there's a, a Tom, Tom Petty, Petty radio station. station. He doesn't yes. have one anymore. Right. But there's a bit called uh, something treasure, uh, buried treasures. Oh yeah. Okay. They play a lot of songs that aren't by Tom Petty, but stuff that he was really into. That apparently they're digging into his album collection. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a member of. There's a gentleman that was a member of his band that I don't know the guy's name, and I shouldn't even be speaking of him since I don't know his name. Sure. But I, was gonna say I hear him all the time on t- the Tom Petty radio station. You hear the guy? The guy. That you're... Speaking. Right, that you don't, you don't know. He's, he's DJing, and he sounds right, right. just like Tom Petty. Like, he he must have lived in the same neighborhood, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Exact, same, exact same accent. Yeah. Anyway, Tom Petty, Fats Domino, I'm walking... And yes. I'm going to walk away before I do some more And the song here. had to have been originally written in the late 50s? Or, oh, mid-50s at the latest, mid-50s, I would think, yeah. Right. Okay, that brings it around to my turn to boggle your mind. Not hard to do. Chew on this. There will be times when my crimes will seem almost unforgivable. You should know this song. There will be times when my crimes will seem almost unforgivable. Give me the next line. I have to sin because you have I to. I give ma- in to. I sin. give in to sin because you have to make this life livable. I, I you know this song. I'm not get, oh, this I'm is not gonna be fun. It. This is gonna be fun. You know this song. I know you do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Song name is Strange Love. Okay. Still. No. Depeche Mode. You know what? There's no. There's no thumping bass. Yeah. Written by Martin Gore, released yep. in 1987. Oh, and this is music for the masses. I music have for this the masses, disc. I know, uh, I know. Yeah, you know you, that song. You got me. Well, apparently you knew not. That song. I, at one time, I may have, and it just I, didn't come to your head. Yeah, great song, great album, great band. We've talked about. I can hear the song in my head now. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> and the uh, way he phrases, I wanted to put some hyphens in there or whatever because of the way he phrases the to uh, make it uh, right. The pauses in the in the. Words, but that would have been just babying you, and you don't need to be babied, so knock it off. I do not. Hey, I screwed up, man. You know, it's not the first time today. Okay. All right. Well, I've got one that's Swing not it around. quite so hard. To <laughs> that one. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't hard. Okay. That one should not have been. Um, but I can't say that I'm not guilty of the very know same this thing. song. Okay. The lyric is Some boys take a beautiful girl. Yes, I do know this song. Some boys take a beautiful girl and. Give me the next line. Hide her away from the rest of the world. Oh, daddy dear, we're not the fortunate ones because girls, they want to have fun. Yeah. I was just laughing, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. Yep. I don't know the album, but that is an 80s, well, it was her, that's an it 80s was, hit. Uh, from the rest of the world. Apparently, I don't know the spell from, either. Well, yeah, you know, um, it's about how you It was it. written by Robert Hazard. I don't know who Robert Hazard is. It was not think. a Cindy Lauper song. But I'll song. hazard a guess. And it was he was not happy with her version because his original version was saying, "Yeah, girls, they just want to have fun." He was oh, he was disparaging. Oh, oh. right. And she he was being a she, misogynist or and, and whatever. And she turned it into a a girls' anthem, a, a women's anthem. Right, right, right. right. Uh, you know, I yes, didn't know that yes, about that yes, song. Yes, absolutely. I have such a much better. I won't want to hear it any more frequently. But I have way more appreciation <laughs> for the song, and that's not a cut. It's just not my it's cup one of, of those tea song. Oh you know? yeah, you know, see, like that's that's one. Um, one year I did uh, for the, all the kids for Christmas. I did um, not necessarily cartoons, but something graphic. Yeah. On a, in, on a print with song lyrics on it. Sure. And my daughter at the time 
was really, really, really into Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had a cartoon, a, a comic yeah. image of the Powerpuff Girls and the, the lyrics to that song on there. Oh, to, or, yeah, or to that Cindy yeah, song. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure it's in a frame in a box somewhere, somewhere. In, in her basement away, now. Tucked away right in an attic or that like, kind of thing. That's that weird crap dad did. That. Well, I do have to say, obviously, Cindy Lauper had a big impact during the time. I mean, she was on the radio and she oh, had Oh, she's a, got a cool voice, man. She's got a great she's voice. A really cool she voice. had um, a lot of hit songs on the radio. It wasn't really my... Most of them weren't really my musical taste, but there were some of her songs that stick with me. They were... She that I that for for my taste they fit my taste I really appreciated them and they were I, I thought they were exceptional. So. She did an album of, of what they call standards uh-huh. songs like it had to be you and right, right. from the forties and fifties that I can't imagine her voice doing. Oh, uh, and it was amazing. Really? Um, yeah, I mean the thing is like, and you know like that's pretty a pretty common thing for pop icons to do. Oh yeah, Lady um, Gaga just did it with Tony Bennett a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, I know Robert Palmer did a version of Yeah, yeah. of Standards. Right, right. Uh, or uh, an album of Standards. So, yeah, um cool stuff. Anyway, um Cindy Lauper, Robert Hazard, and I believe it's your turn to stump me. It is my turn, and hopefully I won't stump you here I'm is stop doing such easy uh, ones for you. You should know this song. Well, I'm going to really raise think. a fuss. I'm going to raise a holler. Uh, yeah, that's Summertime Blues. Hey, there you go. Which version of Summertime Blues? Oh, I, I would know from the color of the lyrics. <laughs> uh, Blue Cheer. Hey, nice. That would be the version that was a hit when I was a little kid. Right, right. That was that so, was the that was actually what I was wondering if would trip for you too. Although obviously the song is much older. Yeah, yeah. Eddie you know, Cochran. recorded initially, Eddie yeah. Cochran. And it's been done pretty much once a decade by somebody. Yeah, now. there's a lot of versions of it. When I started looking, I was like, holy cow, this is just, you know, 30, 40 on the, uh, on the web that you can reference. So Eddie Cochran wrote that, and he wrote it back in 1958. And then Blue Cheer did such a great psychedelic rock version yeah. of the song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was really cool, really cool. My uh, older brother was, as he used to love to say, had seven years of life on me, right. um, meaning he was born in the early 50s. And sure. like that's where I got a whole lot of my musical influence from up until the time I got to be 16 or 17. I really didn't like go out, venture out on my own musically. Right. And about that time is when I started listening to stuff that I didn't get from him, you know. Yeah, yeah. But this is exactly the kind of stuff that would have been on the radio in the house, on, the, on his right. stereo, you know, on his... I don't know if he even had a stereo. It was a record player. But record player. Stereo. <laughs> anyway. A console. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. All right. What do you got? All right. I got... What uh, should I know? Uh, well, you know what? You, you... you, How about this? You may not know this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the lyric is, drinking room from a pineapple out on Honolulu Bay. Wow. Is that a Barry Manilow? I... <laughs> Second lyric uh, clue is the steel guitar is all playing while she's talking with her hands. Why does that sound familiar? Have I heard this song? Yeah, you've heard. Do this I song. know this song? I you may you may not. This is not your generally your your genre generally. That last we've line, talked about the hands, before. That that second line does ring a bell, but I'm not going to get it. Nothing's. I can only okay. hear like an echo of of what it might be. Can you hear steel guitars? Because that's what's going on. In it. It's John Prine. <laughs> Let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew that song just because of the name. I mean, come on. Well, you know, like half of. I wanted to be able to say as soon as you said it, I was like, 
man, I wish I'd been able to say that out loud. What's that um, dirty in Hawaiian? You know, half of his songs were heartbreaking stories of people that just were, right. I don't want to say unloved, but like that were left behind. And the other half were hilarious. Right. And we've talked before, and I think it might have been back before we were actually recording, or at least recording stuff to keep. Sure. Uh, about him and Steve Goodman and Bonnie Kolak and the other guy that were all from the Chicago School of Folk Music. Yeah. And all of, their, all of them are like that. Like, all of those artists have stuff that's just amazingly deep and... It's folk music, but right? they also have. Tony, they also Tony have like cheeky, let's talk, let's right. talk dirty and Hawaiian kind of stuff, right? You know, right. that's great. I just love the name of that song; it's so fantastic. So the lyrics to it are he, he, as as uh, well, entertaining lot of as a lot of lock and the kind of things. You know, yeah, like, yeah, he, but the the rest of it's as entertaining as absolutely. the title of the song. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm going to go listen to that because yep. I've said that like. About ten things. I want to say, by the way, that you recently called me out on not knowing any wine, any any Amy Winehouse. Boy, I can't speak. And I have. Did I call you out? No, 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 not like you. You weren't. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Like, but you brought it to my attention. Well, I should have. Then you brought it to my attention <laughs> that you know I may knowing that my love of the jazz. We talked about Amy Winehouse, and you you said yeah, you hadn't really. Right. And I I emphasized and that every day. Every day, I haven't. I still haven't listened to you. But every day, it's like, oh man, I got. Like, it's, it's, I don't have a note on or anything, but it crosses my mind at least once a day when I'm tuning into some music. I'm like, man, I gotta find some Amy Winehouse that you recommended. Now, I did go back to my credit. I did go and listen to two tracks from the Isley Brothers, which you uh, recommended I listen to off of "Fight the Power." Yeah, and there was one other. Uh, one other artist that I went back and listened to some of from... Uh, when I gave you some homework that day. Yeah. Homework. I had three homework assignments on that particular day. And since then, I've probably got 25, but I am chipping away at it. So before I die, I'll have chipped three times. Okay, it's just my turn. So, my turn. Uh, my turn. Stop getting in my way. You ready? Whenever you are. Go. You've gone too far this time while I'm dancing on the Valentine. You should know this song. Okay, you me, certainly know this band. Give me another lyric. But you should know you this got? song. Their lyrics were always very strange. I tell you, somebody's fooling around with my chances on the danger line. Danger line. You've gone too far this time I'm, while I'm dancing on the Valentine. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You You should know this song, but I don't know if you'd recognize it by the, the lyrics. Okay. You will me, when I reveal it. Give me the song name. Song name is The Reflex. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Stop. Don't Tell Me. Duran Duran. Yes. Yes. Duran Duran. Yeah. Funny, right? Uh, as soon as it's there, it just flooded in your head, and you could hear the whole thing. I, well, I know the re- like reflex. I can't think of anybody else who's like that's the name of the song. That's why it popped yeah. into my head. Yeah, yeah. But I still, I still don't hear the, I still don't hear the song. Oh, really? In my head, yeah. When you do, you'll be angry at me for having it stuck in your head for okay. a little while. Cool. cool. <laughs> It'll start going around and around. So that was written by John Taylor, Simon LeBon, Nick Rhodes, Andy Taylor, Roger Taylor, the Duran Duran people, peoples. 1983, Seven and the Ragged Tiger was the album, and I am shamelessly a huge Duran Duran fan. Are you? I mean... Yeah, see, and having <clears throat> lived through the MTV days, <laughs> I think that was one of those bands that I had my fill you of. You had enough of them. Yeah. I, I and they were all go back and listen so to. flipping pretty. Well, yeah, you know what they, I mean? were, they were. They were definitely kind of pretty deal. boys. Yeah, they were so. definitely pretty. But, I mean, it's a... It's a statement on their musical capability oh, yeah. that Robert Palmer got together with them. Yes, yes, with, yes. You know, I, believe, I believe they're still 
I think there's still. I touring. think there's a tour, a current tour, if I'm not mistaken. <coughs> I think um, so. I, I'm not taking anything away from them. They were really, really. But they good. were they were pretty, for <coughs> sure. and they did have a lot of music all out at the same time. Yeah, they have tons of albums. <coughs> Excuse me, and so many good songs. I think. And uh, we, you covered the artist that you, you told us who wrote that. Yes, and, the, the and um, the part of the reason that I they stand out to me a little bit in the because they were they were the MTV era and and through that and beyond i mean they had some staying power yeah, you know what i mean but they were a, a considered a, a really pop pop radio band yeah but if you go and listen to their music they were doing some really creative stuff musically like they weren't playing it wasn't silly Loverboy. simple right. right just uh three chord strum stuff right they were putting a lot of stuff in there, which I always thought I they I'll, should have gotten I, more recognition. I, mean, I certainly for even now still hear <clears throat> enough of it. Maybe I'll I, I'll make a point of trying yeah. to like pay more attention to the actual construction. Excuse me, the construction. Of yeah, the I mean the the musical content and and their lyrics like that. You know, they contributed a lot to the lyrics, and a lot of their lyrics, I have to say, are even hard. Those two lines you just read, that's hard to follow. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Through the course of the rest of the song, it's interesting to me. It's not quite Beck, you know, fully disconnected lyrical mm-hmm. content that just has a rhythm to it and it all fits together and you jam to it and you don't care what it's saying. Right. There is something in there that is, you know, cohesive in there, but the lyrical content is really creative and uh and the musical content i thought was just fantastic so many of their songs i'm like man that's that's a great hook that's a great idea to put those sounds together in sure. a song you know what i mean absolutely anyway i'm a Duran Duran fan if you didn't get that so <laughs> i shut up now all right well uh, i've got one for you here and you may know this song now that's not the game we're playing <laughs> i can't help myself <laughs> and my lyric will be Everybody wants to live how they want to live. Oh my gosh, I know this song. And this is considering again where you and I come from. Yeah, we yeah. Come together musically, you should definitely know it. I know. I think I'm going to need a second line, but I'm certain that I know this song. Everybody wants to live how they want to live, and everybody wants to love how they want to love. Yeah. Oh, it's it's coming up through the hallway. It's coming down the hallway. It's saying, "Wait, don't close the door." I'm almost there. Everybody wants to live how they want to live, and everybody wants to love how they want to love. Oh my gosh! I'm not going to get it. I'm not. You may have it. heard this on Friends at one point. I believe it was played in an episode of Friends. Oh, it's the. It's not Gin Blossoms. That's no, but it's the theme song to the show. It wasn't played once. No, this isn't. No. Everybody wants to live how they want to live, and yeah. every that's yeah. the theme song to the. Yeah, that's that's not that's not the theme song of Friends. No one told you life was going to be this way. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. You're right. But it was played. Uh, it's the Bodines. Oh, it's the uh, yeah, the Bodines. Yeah, uh, closer yeah. to free. Right. Um, it's a great song. Yeah, and that's. A, I'm sorry, Bodines. And that's a great album. I didn't hear the. I one. had a little bit of. Uh, they were kind of local to Chicago when they first came out because I think they were from Racine, Wisconsin, or up in that neighborhood, right. which is a, a hundred miles within a hundred miles. I can't of believe I didn't guess that song. I can't either. I thought you would know that one. Yeah. Although I did kind of pick some lyrics that made it harder. Yeah, but for I it. know those lyrics. I mean, um, yeah, uh, and I. I had a, like this, this whole album. Like at one point in the early '80s, mid '80s, rather, um, I knew the entire album like, yeah. line for line. <laughs> right, was, right, I played it like weekly at least. Right, right. Anyway, uh, Kurt Newman and Sam Lanis. Um, it's two L's, Lanis. So maybe it's Janis. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. And like Llama, two L's. Yes, but with an N instead of okay. an A. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're. 
the two lead singers, and there were two. If I could hold you tonight, that yeah, they sang that uh, in tandem. Yeah, uh, and they both had such cool, unique voices. Yeah, you did yeah. not get anyway. One, pretty much one or the other. Right. So anyway, that's uh, yeah, the Bodines, Closer to Free. Sorry, you missed it. They Bye. had they had some other, yeah, hits too. Right. Yeah, like I said, if I could hold you tonight, that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder where they're at now for another episode. There you go. We'll follow up on that. Okay, it's me. I believe so, and I think it's your final turn. This should be the last. Yes, sir. Yes, this should be my last round. So I better make it a good one. This is all I got. I'm me. Me be goddamn. I'm me. Me be goddamn. I am. I can. I'm me, me, be goddamn, I am, I can, I can sing and hear me, know me, I don't know. What the hell is that? It does not read like English. It doesn't read like English. Um, Give me another clue. This is a song you should know, but I admit this was kind of a mean-spirited trick. So. <laughs> Thanks so much. I know you I'm know gonna the read band. It, I'm going to read it again. I'm me, me, be, goddamn, I am, I can sing and hear me, know me. That's what the first clear, yes. clear says. yes. Now, this one, the second lyric, if you want to destroy my sweater, hold this thread as I walk away. It's called the sweater. Is it yeah, not? Uh, no. Then what's it called? It's called Undone. Uh, the sweater song. <laughs> sweater right. song. Yeah, it's, it's called I, Undone. Yeah, it was, if you want, very, I, I remember you very distinctly. Kind of And again, whiny. I wanted to put the hyphens in there because he says, I'm me, me be, goddamn. I am. It's that staccato. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, delivery. Right. right. That's got a delivery in that whole. Okay. First part of the song. So you know the band? No. Weezer. Weezer. Yeah. I figured you would know Weezer. Oh, I know Weezer. I just yeah. I, it, I know the song. I just yeah. Yeah. That song was written by Rivers Cuomo. Everybody. 1992. You heard it here. The Kitchen Tapes was the album. And, Not um, the kitchen drapes, with the kitchen tapes. And Weezer, another band like uh, like we were talking earlier about Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Not quite as much a California surf punk band, but a, a, a alternative, you know, from the same time period and all that. And when I went to look up the information on the song and do a little background checking, whatever, there were current images of the Weezer guys on the intranets and I was like oh man am I old holy cow look at these guys so sorry guys but uh, you know everybody ages you're not getting away with it uh, any more than anybody else it was just shocking for me because I think of Weezer as Weezer like they're uh, young guys making and they still make young guy music they still do a great job of making songs that sound like it's a uh, you know, a college band sure. uh, making music. Well, I know we're supposed to be wrapping up the segment, but there's something that it make, brings to mind is I have this theory that all human beings have in their head a vision of themselves that's tied to a certain age, whatever that age is. It varies by person. Sure. Okay. In my case, in my head, I'm 28 years old. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been 28 for over 30 years but like for who, more than 28 years <laughs> who, who i was mentally when i was 28 now right right i've i've matured hopefully and i've learned some stuff but like you have it the by whole, the way but that's just <laughs> the whole vibe some perspective like, the whole like way you view the world and your i guess your worldview is, is what they right. call it right I, like, I believe that people get like they get stuck there yeah you know sure. what i mean and like when you keep saying it's like the third or fourth time tonight you said man i looked at this and i'm so old and it's like Yes, you are. But in right. your head, you're the guy that was listening to Weezer <laughs> right. in 1986. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, anyway. 
their music didn't mature, which isn't helping me. Right. That's the part of the problem. And thank you guys for not letting your music mature. Okay, so that is the it end of for, this segment. Yeah. Another super entertaining, fantastic, mind boggling. But, stop. but, okay. <laughs> I was just going to thank our friends for being here with us. Well, that's a very upstanding thing of you to think about doing, Race. Now, why don't you proceed to go ahead and do that? I just, <laughs> because now you've made it difficult. Thank you very much. I just want to thank everybody for, for playing along. I mean, again, we've been doing this for over 20 years, but like now that we've kind of got a purpose and it, man, it's a blast. It's just so much fun to sit here and do this. Yeah. And, I uh, couldn't agree more. I'm glad you said it. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us for this. Um, I just wanted to stick that in there. So yeah, hopefully you will uh, comment and, uh, you know, contribute and help us, uh, you know, make future episodes more full of more interesting stuff. Interesting. Er, interesting. Make it interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it for Prime for You Should Know This Song, the the main thing we do, and we are on to the next thing. Okay, so it looks like we made it out of that one alive. What'd you think? What'd you think? How'd it go for you? Oh, it it was good for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it was good for them. Always in the gutter. Always in the gutter. You know me, Dave. It's the uh, case, man. Yeah, that was our first, our very first episode. We're very excited that you uh, that you joined us and listened to it. Hopefully, and you made it all the way to this end of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, you're still here, and hopefully, uh, there was no harm done, no foul. I don't think anybody's bleeding at this point. Oh, well, who knows? Ears and all that. So, let us know what you think about it. We uh, have a website, obviously, and um, it's www.mixedapes.com. Uh, you should know this song.com will also get you there. Yep. Uh, either of those two. And, uh, you know, you can comment and um, let us know wh- what to do better, what we did right. Obviously, we're always up for some praise. Uh, and certainly for some <laughs> correction because we're wrong about every other word out yeah, of our mouth. You can have the and, correction. I'll and the by the way, a Mixed Apes is M I X E D A P E Z. No, thank you. Because, you know, we don't. Know yes. How to spell. Yes. But you should know this song. We'll get you there too. You should know this song.com. And because uh, Z in anything is super cool. Um, so we hope that you got, you know, a, a great song to go listen to today or uh, something to go search listen on the web. The or, yeah. Maybe we reminded you of something you haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Or find out a, a, some about an artist or a song that you didn't know and, and something to go, you know, look And up. if so, then please like and subscribe tell your friends and hopefully they'll tell their friends and so on and so on yeah yeah don't be embarrassed Um, really it's fine no there's no reason to be embarrassed right yeah okay (laughs) uh we hope you come back we hope you listen to the next episode and the ones after that and as we said different games coming up we've got uh several different uh challenges and different ways of going about this so you know we're going to be having a great time We are Mixed Apes. That was You Should Know This Song, and we'll see you next time. We're out.